from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, local businessman set to return to Ukraine on humanitarian mission. Ipswich to get a new Medicare urgent care clinic, the return of planes, trains and autos and a newly discovered comet could light up the sky next year. It's Friday, March 17, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast enjoys the support of Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Last year in April, local Ipswich-based businessman and Rotarian Martin Corkery visited Ukraine on a humanitarian mission to gain a better understanding of what's happening on the ground and to establish trustworthy and reliable contacts. Since then, he has joined forces with the Rotary Foundation Australia and has again returned to Europe on a self-funded follow-up mission. I last spoke with Martin Corkery in August 2022. He joins the show again from Paris, ahead of flying to Poland and on to Ukraine this weekend. Thank you for speaking with Ipswich today, Martin. It was a pleasure, Alan. Last year, we spoke with you after you returned uh, to Paris from Ukraine. Here's how you explained to me at the time why you decided to go to a war zone. Well, I think um, as a Rotarian, um, with as many people in the world, and Ukraine the particular one, who is uh, strongly disadvantaged in Frozen there, and they're very poor. They've lost their homes because of the result of the, Ru- the Russians bombing them and, and so on. And, and it was very epic when I when I saw it there. Now you're about to return. How are you feeling about this trip? Well, I think this time, Alan, I'll have a great deal more experience from last April. And uh, and this time I'm going there for six weeks. And I'll be travelling um, from uh, Paris to Krakow, which is in Poland. And then I get the train from from Krakow to Kiev, being the capital of Ukraine. Uh, this takes about 12 hours to 14 hours by train, and then I will arrive in Kiev, where I will be met by uh, Rotarians from from Kiev, and and also another chap I know, um, <clears throat> Dennis, who's a person I sponsored uh, during this past 12 months. We will then travel um, to various parts of Ukraine, interviewing uh, Rotarians, what they need for replacing uh, schools, childcare centres and playgrounds, and even a local store. So the foundation want me to say that, and I was corrected, well, it's refurbishment. Um, and, and they plan to then, on conclusion of my report, uh, in six weeks' time or so, as far as that, I will send a report which will be very detailed. We'll photograph every person we speak to and to make sure I identify that person against the report. And subsequently, that it goes to the foundation, which is Mark Anderson um, here in Australia. He then sends that to the foundation in the United States to be funded. 
Since your first visit to Ukraine last year, you certainly have forged a good relationship with the Rotary Foundation Australia, and that's because you are a member of Rotary yourself. Now, the Rotary Foundation Australia supports critically important causes to make a difference in people's lives, and it sounds like you're certainly leading the charge with that. Now, you mentioned Dennis and his family, which you've sponsored since last visit. How would they have coped and survived this last year if you hadn't have sponsored them? Oh, it's hard to tell, Alan. Um, I think that um, I do it as humanitarian. Um, and uh, um, he, um, you know, um, I've purchased a, a refurbished car for him and, uh, and supported his family uh, constantly right through the last 12 months. With using the Rotary Clubs in Ukraine, that certainly gives a strong degree of confidence that the money, all the money, because Rotary is made up of volunteers, is going to end up where it's really needed. Have you any idea at this point how many Rotary Clubs you'll be visiting? Um, well, there are about 30 Rotary Clubs in Ukraine. Uh, however, I, I'm going to suggest, and I am suggesting, we c- collectively get various clubs together in one spot so we can uh, gather information from them as individuals and their, their area. Because uh, it's near impossible, uh, as, as Ukraine is a very large country, in fact, the largest in Europe. And uh, so it's, it's difficult to do that. And that's what we'll be doing as, as a collective report. I can only imagine the uh, degree of effort you've gone to to organise not only the first trip, but this follow-up trip, because, you know, we're seeing terrible images. The war is still raging. They're trying to take out power uh, and uh, communications, the internet, phone lines and that sort of thing. Have you got every last detail, well, as much as you can, sorted at this point? Well, I'm, I'm always grateful to the, to the Ukrainians because they seem to have a sixth sense of where the Russians are going to bomb. Um, and, but the further west you go, I'm going, when I travel, I'm going east. When I'm coming back, I'm going west. And subsequently, I'll be back in, in Poland, which is on the, on the western side. And there's been little or no bombing um, there by the Russians. But that doesn't say that they're not going to stop doing it. But we're just cautious. Um, I, I take with a lot of technology, including, uh, which this time, a Skylink satellite. That's the Elon um, Musk one, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So last time and you were in a, you were in a bit of a, uh, a dead zone. We didn't hear from you for a while. So this time we're using the Starlink satellite. You should have semi-reliable communication. We will, and I think um, so. That um, can be charged the the the, the, the Skylink link um, by a car battery. So we've got equipment there, and, and I'm thankful to one Rotarian in our club, James Sturgis, who gave me all the advice. Well, Martin, uh, look, we're with you in spirit and we trust that you stay safe. So thank you for taking the time from Paris for speaking with Ipswich today. Thank you, Alan. In other local news, state members Lance McCallum and Jennifer Howard issued a joint statement this week about the proposed new Medicare Urgent Care Clinic. Expressions of interest have been called for the clinic, which will offer bulk billing for locals and will be open seven days a week. Ipswich has secured one of 11 across the state. According to the statement, these new urgent care clinics are designed to reduce the pressure on hospital emergency departments. 
The new satellite hospital is also under construction in South Ripley and a further 200 beds will be added to Ipswich Hospital. Planes, trains and autos returns in 2023. This now annual festival will again celebrate all things aviation, rail and automotive and promises to be a series of adrenaline-charged, low-cost events for the whole family. Astounding horsepower, heritage locomotive treasures and warbird flyovers will take place over Ipswich across four huge days as planes, trains and autos is planned to be bigger and bolder from April 28 to May 1. More than 8,300 people attended last year and the 10,000 available tickets for this year are expected to sell very quickly. The festival's centrepiece will be the Workshop's Rail Museum on April 29 with an exciting lineup of military displays, interactive family-friendly activities and a huge variety of awe-inspiring machinery. Tickets for Saturday, April 29 start at $5 for children with family passes for $20 and they're available online now at planestrainsautos.com.au. Could a new comet light up the skies next year? Following hot on the tail of the photographically beautiful but visually disappointing green comet, the newly discovered comet C-2023A3 is forecast to blaze overhead when it swings past the Sun and Earth in September and October 2024. Currently travelling between Jupiter and Saturn, the icy wanderer has been discovered shining unusually brightly for something so far from the Sun leading excited astronomers to predict that it could be a spectacular sight when it comes into view later next year. University of Southern Queensland astrophysicist Professor Jonty Horner thinks this new comet has all the hallmarks of comet greatness, a large nucleus and an orbit that brings it in close proximity to the Sun, which could lead it to shining as bright as the brightest stars. But he says comets are like cats, and he cautions the comet's greatness is not yet guaranteed. That's it for this episode. Just a quick reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music, or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.